Have you been hitting the books and listening to lectures all day? It's time to relax, to unwind, and listen up. This is Brooke from Campus Chronicles, your go-to podcast for everything student life. No matter where you are in your academic journey, we have you covered. Think of us as a trusted mentor, friend, and confidant who always has your back. We'll be sharing inspiring stories, thought-provoking insights, and practical advice to help you succeed in and out of the classroom. So get ready to be inspired, enlightened, and entertained. Hello, hello. I am so excited to introduce you to someone that is absolutely amazing. Her name is Jennifer Winkleman, and she is the CEO and founder of Girl Talk of Age. Jennifer, thank you so much for being with me here today. Thank you for having me. I'm very excited. Well, I'm so excited to dive into your topic. Now, although the name says girl, I think the thing that we're talking about is quite applicable for boys as well. And that's the concept of building a community, the concept of not doing it alone. And our audience and our viewership is primarily university students. And with the university experience, it's often one of the first times that you're in a new place. You're often without your family to support you in finding and building that community and choosing the right people to be a part of your community is so essential. And that's what you're doing in your business, isn't it? Teaching people how to build community and thus building a community yourself. Yes, community is so important, like you said, and especially when you are venturing off and as we grow and we continue to grow throughout our lives. And so having community and learning how to build a community for yourself is so important. Support is one of the things that can get you through um, when you are doubting yourself, when you're doubting Um, and the fear of the unknown. And when you're, like I said, when you're growing, if you can build a community and you can learn from other people because we're learning every single day. So it's just a continuous step in life. Community is one of the most important things because your friends become your family as you grow and you can build a community anywhere, but community is so important because it doesn't matter if it's your personal relationships, your work relationships, or your friendships. They're all communities in their own ways. Um, But as I said, as we grow, these steps become more important in life. And the friends are your family and your friends are your community. So it's just a great tool to learn how to build a community and have a community and have your support systems um, as you grow through life. I completely agree. And I think with the rise of social media, it's very easy to feel like you can do everything alone. Like you can almost essentially live in a bubble and take care of all of this weight and all of this responsibility. And when we think about university students, for the first time, you guys are juggling your coursework. You're juggling taking care of your health and your wellness, your social wellness with your relationships and your friendships. But We can't do that without building a community. So Jennifer, if someone is really looking to build a strong community and find the people that are best in the line for them, what is the first little nugget or piece of advice you would give them about seeking out that community? Because it can be so awkward to say, you know, raise your hand essentially and say, hey, I need support. That's a very vulnerable thing to do. It's a very vulnerable thing to do. But if you don't um, look at it 
in that sense and you look at it in, with your strengths and you look at it in a positive way, I would say start with making a list of all the things that are your strengths, that you are your interest and hobbies, um, things that you already love. So that's going to be your first step to building a community for yourself because you want to build a community of people that support and like and love what you do. You want to grow together. So that would be the first thing I would say is take a look and make a list of all the things that build the character that you are. And that will be your first step to finding your communities that you will grow. So let's say, for example, you love hiking or you want to start hiking. So that's on your list. Now, the next step that you would do, um, and especially with the social media and the internet at our fingertips and availability, and there are so many communities already out there, I would say start by searching those communities once you have your list of hobbies and interests and strengths, and then start going to places and groups that are already built up for that community and start to get to know people who have like interests. Those are going to build your community. So you have to go out and put yourself out there. But if you don't look at it as a strength and you look at or a weakness and you look at it as a strength, then it gives you that more confidence of going into the unknown because the fear of the unknown is definitely so scary. And, and speaking to a university crowd, they have just done that big step for the first time in their life. And so a lot of them are experiencing that fear of the unknown. Um, there, some are learning how to cook for the first time and learning. And if that's something that you need to do, there is cooking classes available even online. And so building those communities within what you're wanting for your life is what's the most important because you want to build your community with what you have interest in. It's really interesting you say that because so often we're told, and we'll dive into this later in the episode, to look for people that are different than ourselves, right? To diversify our perspective. And I'm a huge proponent of that. But I love how you're saying in terms of building a community, start with your values. That's essentially what I'm hearing you say when you say the strengths, because your values really guide your life. They're a guiding force. And if people are misaligned with your values, perhaps you know, don't believe the same thing about honesty or believe the same thing about ethics or responsibility, that's going to cause that deep disconnect. But if you're consciously finding people that have the same type of values, and then really the icing or the sprinkles on the cake is when they're interested in the same hobbies, that's beautiful. And then how do we, once we find people that are similar to us and we feel that we can speak to them, how are we intentional too about diversifying that community and bringing in different people that challenge us, that cause us to think differently, that cause us to grow? Well, I think that's a good question and a good point. Like you said, yes, um, that's normally like one of the things is you do need to step out of your comfort zone and you do need to find people who have different strengths and different interests so that you can be introduced to new things and grow. So um, I think that having people with like values and community for building your community, but then as you grow, it is important to bring in new aspects um, because everybody brings something different to the table. So we have to appreciate what we bring to the table and respect that and respect what somebody else brings to the table. So take, taking time to 
appreciate and learn from somebody who is different is going to make you grow exponentially faster and more. So the way of doing that, I would say, is, well, once you go out and you start reaching out and branching out, it just becomes a small world, right? Once we find out that everybody really is truly connected, but it's all through different things. So once you start reaching out and you make those people who have those same values, it's easier to then get connected with somebody else through those people and or just stepping into the fear of the unknown and making those connections. I love that. I do. And I think one of my connections and one of my colleagues actually uses something interesting to talk about building a community. And I'm curious, Jennifer, if you've heard of it. I'm really lucky and sometimes stressed out, of course, to be a part of many people's top five. And essentially the concept of the top five is the top five people you know you can call if you have a problem and you need help. What is something that you teach in terms of building this in like inner circle and outer circle? Because it is so important to denote that not everybody can be in our inner circle. And if we try to invite everyone into our inner circle, we're going to be stressed. We're going to be frazzled. So how do we build this multi-layered community where not everybody is in our top five, but we have an expansive community beyond the top five as well? Well, I think that's an important part of building your community and bringing more people in and more people from different areas um, of life, whether it be age range, experiences, ethnicity, everything is going to bring the beautifulness together when you come to that, because you can't always have the ability to be the strength of a top five for somebody if you don't have that experience. So the more people that you have in your community, you can lean on in those areas. So if you're dealing with a specific type of trauma or needing empathy that you have never experienced, having more people in your community and knowing their connections and their strengths and their past and experience um, helps you grow for when you're going through that yourself. Uh, But being able to connect somebody with somebody else when they're going through that is a strength of being a top five because you might not be able to be there for somebody in that exact moment or experience, but you know somebody who can. So having that wide range of community and connection, connection is one of the biggest things of community and you can't be there for everybody in every type of situation. Like you said, it it, it becomes, you can only pour from a cup that has uh, something in it to pour from. And if you don't have the experience, then you wouldn't be able to really help that person fully anyways. But being able to connect them with somebody who does have that experience is a bigger blessing. I'd be curious of your perspective. Do you believe that social media has decreased our sense of community or increased it? Or do you believe it's in how the tool is used? I think that it has such a great great outreach for community and the ability to make new friends in a community when, especially when wanting to grow or try something new. And so that ability, having it at our fingertips is amazing. But I also do think that it's taken us a huge step back in community as well, because the lack of in-person has really 
it's really faded in the last few years, I would say. We've gone behind the screen and we're not as much in person. And that in person is so important and can make such a difference. So I think it's pretty much equal as good as it is bad because there's just in every aspect, there's so much that's good about it, but there's also so much that's bad about it. I think that the in-person community makes so much more value with your time together. But I also think that being able to learn within a few minutes and let's say you wanted to start learning about agriculture and homesteading, you can reach out and be part of 500 groups within a day learning about that specific topic. So I think that it's as good as it is bad, to be fully honest. Are you an advocate for, say, you have a friend that is in a close physical proximity to you, say at university, are you an advocate then for meeting at the coffee shop versus giving someone a ring? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I definitely think because if you get in person, there's the vibrations of our vibe that we carry with us. And so if you are just and just hugging somebody, a friend, that connection makes a huge difference. And especially if somebody's struggling, because if we are struggling and not only do we get in our own mind, but we get in our own space so we can connect and stay communicating with our friends and family, but we're not actually having that interaction communication. And so I definitely think that it's really important to go out and see your friends and go and do activities together. Yeah, I'm definitely an advocate for the coffee shop over the phone call. I'd love to segue into the next part of the message that I wanted to speak with you about. And that's the concept of building a community. Now, Jennifer, you have built Girl Talk of Age Up really quite expansively, both with the in-person component and with the virtual component. And I know there are so many students that have a niche interest. You know, perhaps you really like Star Wars, perhaps you really like gardening, perhaps you really like quilting, whatever it is, and you want to start a community, but it can be so daunting and so difficult to know how to start that community. Jennifer, what are your tips or what are your strategies for starting that community based on your experience and the things that you've done with Girl Talk of Age? I would say... Just do it. Just start. And you don't need to fully put it out there until you're ready to put it out there. But if you want to start a community, get it going and start the baseline. Start the group before you invite anybody and get your idea going and just start small. It doesn't have to be what I started Girl Talk of Age with, with the intentions to now what it has become and what the future plans are are completely different. I wanted to have a community to be able to connect girlfriends across the country and supporting women was the basis of it. But what it has grown to now, I am so excited about. And I would just say, truly do it. If you think that you want to start something, now is the time. Don't wait because You're only holding yourself back from your own dreams and your own potential. And there is no fear that is greater conquered than conquering the fear of the unknown. It gives you the ability 
to find out who you really are as a person and what difference you can make. And it is truly empowering for yourself. So I would say just get started. And there's the tools out there with the internet to find all of the the basis of how to's. But the biggest thing is just believing in yourself. And that's so important. So and even when it comes to helping others, you have to believe in yourself to be able to make a difference for others. So just getting started is the biggest step. And like I said, if you want to just get started, you don't have to tell everybody about it and invite everybody right away. Get it going, but just start. Start by making a list of all the things that are important to you and what you would like to have as your basis. And I would add to believing in yourself, believing in your mission. I think that's so crucial. Absolutely. Well, if you don't believe in your mission, it's really hard to stand behind it. And it's really hard to believe in yourself and um, your mission if you don't believe in yourself, too. So I think that all ties together. But yeah, I think that um, if you want to do something, you do have to um, talk your talk and walk your walk. Because otherwise, it's really not going to work. If you're not standing behind your mission and you're not passionate about it and it's not bringing you joy, then it's not going to work overall. Yes, absolutely. And then I do have one final question before we start to wrap up our conversation here. From your perspective as a leader of this organization, of this group and community, how rewarding and how fulfilling has it been to see the growth in the community? the friendships and the connections made? And if a student or someone were wanting to start a community, what would you say to them about how it's enriched your life? Oh, I can't even begin to explain how beautiful it is, honestly. Uh, it's crazy because I get to hear the success stories and the appreciation stories. And I it's not just me making a difference for all of these women. It's a community that's making a difference for these ladies. But I'm the one who is behind the scenes uh, getting to see the beautifulness always. And when I have seen the friendships made and I have seen the impact that we have made, the difference in people's lives, I honestly can't even express how much gratitude it brings to me, how much joy, but also how much motivation as well. So it is something that can be world-changing, life-changing for you. Um, I It is so inspirational and it is my drive every day. And that has been the reason that our group started at one level and just continues to grow and grow. And now we are not just a online group we are in person we are nationwide and i honestly can't express how how wonderful it is um but the feeling is so good that i encourage everybody who is wanting to do it to try and nothing is impossible it's i'm possible you know so uh, i think that if you really have a passion and you have a drive and you really really want to do something like I said just start now just start reaching out to people what make your list and there are resources out there to help you 
And there are other groups or other communities out there with leaders that will help you. True leaders are always willing to help somebody else grow. So I would say if you are inspired by somebody, reach out to them and ask them a few questions. And the time is now. Get started with your list, get started with your ideas, and reach out to people who inspire you and they will help you. I love that. And I love what you said too. I think so often that we focus on the people, right, that we're serving, but often the people that are doing the serving in terms of your case, building the community are getting such an unexplainable and incredible benefit as well. And I love to know that that's happened in your life, that as your community has built, it's grown you and it's grown your empathy and it's grown your compassion and really just who you are as a human and as a spirit. And I think that's so important for anyone listening to realize and to understand that if you do decide or take the step to build a community, not only will it serve other people, it will come back and serve you tenfold, won't it, Jennifer? Absolutely, absolutely. And when I started this group, it was because I was also in search of support. And so to be able to now give back support when I was in search of it, and it has given me the joy of life, like you said, it it really, truly has, my passion has grown and my appreciation for not only helping others, but my appreciation of being alive and being able to help others grows every day. So it is truly remarkable. And I encourage everyone to follow their passions. And if starting a community is something that you think that you want to do, there's a drive within you if you're thinking about it. So go for it. So Jennifer, thank you so much for being with me here today. If someone wanted to connect with you, if they wanted to perhaps even join your community, Girl Talk of Age, how can they get in touch? So the best way to get in touch is girltalkofage.com. That's our website and we will continuously be growing that. But our biggest community right now is on Facebook. So if you are on Facebook, just search Girl Talk of Age and it is a private group and just send a request out and we would love to have you be a part of our community if you are interested in building sisterhood and support in fun and creative ways. I love that. I love the emphasis on the fun and creative because I am a tremendous creative myself. Well, Jennifer, I have loved talking about community. Community is so deeply important to me as a person. And you would know that about me since that is how we met. Um, and we're just so excited that you shared your time and your expertise and your wisdom with us. Thank you so much for being on the Campus Chronicles. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Thank you for joining me on Campus Chronicles. I hope you found our discussion informative, inspiring, entertaining, and fun. We are always working hard to make sure that our episodes are the very best they can be, which means we need your help. If you liked what you heard, remember to hit the follow button on your favorite podcast platform and drop us a review. It helps us to connect with more students who are hungry for success. And remember, the journey never stops. Keep listening, keep learning, keep growing. See you next week. 
for another amazing episode of Campus Chronicles. <laughs>